We need a name for ourselves, actually. What's a good name for a trio now that we're all back? Three Musketeers. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the best we can do? Three Musketeers uh, are back. How many raccoons were there? Oh, I remember that. Oh, God, God, that's going back. Was that like the 80s or the 90s? Be late 80s, probably. Yeah, early 90s, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, blimey. Oh, the three wise men. Oh, well, I'm not sure we'd go that far. <laughs> Two wise men, at least. <laughs> oh, well, it's good to be back anyway. Um, so, uh, how is everybody? Everybody's all right. Yeah, no, no dramas. We're all ready for Christmas. Sort of. Oh. It's pretty cold, though. It is cold, yeah. Very cold. I'm going to start my Christmas shopping next week. So you know, I've done all mine. Have you not done it yet? Oh, you've done it already? Yeah. Jeez. No, mine starts mid-December. Oh, right. You like, oh, to, yeah. you're, you like to run the gauntlet. I do, yeah. Well, with the Royal <laughs> Mail strikes, it's a bit dangerous. Oh, this yes. I noticed uh, a lot of people complaining and waiting for parcels from, uh, from Ollie's clothing. Um, because that uses Royal Mail, I think. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of a uh, lot of noise on that. All right, you can so, just imagine the, you can just imagine the queue at the club shop when them new shirts come. Oh, in. mate's gonna be bed for a minute. And <laughs> people being trying to order them online, going, "Will it be here for Christmas?" Be like, "Really? You're asking that in like the third week of December or whenever it is that they turn up." Um, okay, so usual format tonight. Uh, we'll we'll have a chat about York. And the uh, the exciting one-all draw that we had on Saturday. <laughs> um, loads of news because we missed we missed a week, so we've got a bit of news to catch up on. Um, we'll have a quick look around the league, um, and we'll preview Eastley, um, and we'll see how we go. Everybody happy with that? Yeah, no worries. Well, we have got the predictions as well because there is a an update in the predictions league. Um, even though Alex missed last week's. I missed one did that. No, just why did you up because you knew you had a good week. <laughs> All right. Um, so, did anybody? Did you anybody go to York? Yeah, I, I was there. You went, did you? Yeah. Uh, did you uh, drive it, bus it? What did you do? Stay for the weekend? Uh, got a lift there with somebody, so we were there. Right. Pretty handy. Um, strange stadium. Really strange. That is like a community centre, leisure centre, and um, we said to the steward, "How do we get through?" Because one of the lads was with us, he's got sticks, so he was like, I don't want to walk all the way around the wrong way. So the guy said, well, just cut through the, cut through the community centre like everybody else does. So we walked through a leisure centre, which is the busiest corridor in York, and there's like a swimming set, swimming pool on the right-hand side. It was just a bit mad that, like, <laughs> thousands of people just walk through this leisure centre. It's like a main corridor. You come out the corridor, and the player's entrance is on the left. Oh, God. And uh, there's the turnstile, and all their fans were queuing up. It was a bit... Bit surreal, really, but it was yeah. It's a nice stadium. Don't get me wrong, but I think that shows their ambition is they're not going to go much higher. You know, if it happens, it happens. But 
from where the old ground, you know, you see the back in the day sort of thing when they used to have they take thousands, didn't they, to Wembley? Yeah, yeah. Where there's obviously got an eight thousand seat stadium now. It was nice, don't get me wrong. The hospitality yeah. looked pretty decent. It was a big prawn sandwich uh, area. They came out ten minutes into the second half, but um, that'd be Alex's yeah, area. Yeah, quite that. a nice ground. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, okay, we I watched it on um, on the official BT channel, obviously. He says, <laughs> in air quotes, what about you, Alex? <laughs> I watched it in the uh, grand surroundings of the Centenary Club. Oh, okay. Club, which, was, which was nice. Was that, uh, did you have to pay to, was that a pay to get in job this time or not? No, no, it was free of charge. Um, so yeah, it was, it was nice. I mean, they didn't have the heating on, so it was absolutely freezing in there. Like being the in the ground. It was, it was colder than being in the ground. <laughs> I don't know how, but... Um, no, they had it on the big screen, decent amount of fans, obviously access to, to beer and snacks as well. So it was a okay. decent location. So what did we all think then? I mean, what did you think being there, Richie? Because I think you th- sometimes you see and feel different things when you're there compared to when you're watching it on telly. I think we started with a good momentum. A good, uh, a good you know, we thought, right, oh, we're actually going to take the game to York, um, which we did, but then we just got frustrated by whether it was you no know, clear-cut chances or, you know, we couldn't find the openings and they did a lot and they tried to stop the game and slow the game down, which we've seen before. But we just seemed to run out of ideas after 20, 25 minutes and sort of yeah. run out of steam um, and let them into the game, really. Yeah, I, 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 I'd I agree with that. We, we There was a half chance uh, for Elliot Lee. When you watch it back... There's actually a player with that that header that he sort of misses. There's actually a player between him and the goal, so he's it's unlikely to go in. Mullin has a similar one which he misses, if I if I think, um, which you'd expect him to sort of score, wouldn't you? Um, yeah. But it just sort of went lethargic and like monotonous and like nothing really was happening, wasn't it? It was just the ball was just played in midfield and um, you know there wasn't a lot of sort of chance creation, which was a bit disappointing, really, because I think we're all waiting for us to try and crack an away, a good away performance, and we're still here waiting, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with what you two said. First 20 minutes, I thought, is this the new Wrexham away sort of team? I know we won away at Scunthorpe quite comfortably. Um, and first 20 minutes, I think we should have gone ahead. We had two or three half chances. They had you mentioned from Lee. I think Mullen and Palmer might have had a chance as well. And I mean, if one of those goes in, I think it's a different okay. game. Yeah. Because then you all yeah. have to come out a bit and the game opens up. Um, but yeah, sort of after the 25 minute mark, they grew into the game. And from 20 minutes to what, 88 minutes, it was a. It's a drab display, really, wasn't it? It was your disappointing, yeah. Disappointing, yeah. Very disappointing. Um, what was the what was the atmosphere? Was there frustration there, Richie, with the fans, or were what was it? I think what was it feeling? first half, obviously, I think it was everyone was sort of you know waiting. Oh, it'll come, it'll come, or whatever. Mm. And then second half, um, there's a couple of people started getting Ollie Palmer's back. I think that was just in general, just people who were sat behind us because I could hear him. I don't think it was like a big census from the from the sixteen hundred who were there, but you you looked at times. And you, I don't know whether you could see it as much on the telly, but the centre hours were like putting your hands at the side, going, "We've got no option. Yeah. We've got nothing to hit at, nothing to aim at." Um, so, but a lack of movement really. Yeah. Um, and the frustration came is that obviously 
we did try to change formation in the second yep. half. We changed it a few times. Um, but even I don't James Jones was lost when we went to four four two. He said down the telly um party that we went to a diamond, but I still don't think he knew where he was going now. He just it just didn't it just didn't seem to sit right. The players didn't know what to do. I think that's why we only played with a diamond for five, six minutes. Right. And he sort of changed it to a sort of three up top quickly. Because the players just yeah. got lost. <clears throat> and that diamond has worked for him before, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, once or twice I can remember us trying that and it uh, uh it worked. Um I did I, I did make a comment about Palmer. I I thought that was possibly his worst game for us. Um, might not have been any fault of his own. Just nothing was coming off for him. It was like one of them days, one it nothing stuck to him. I, he didn't get get he wasn't given any service. Um, it just wasn't a good day at the office for uh, uh, for for Ollie. I didn't think personally. Um, I don't know. I, uh, Alex is waving furiously there as if he's going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Um, certainly, in all the games I've seen him. Either on TV or live, that's that's the poorest I've seen him. Everything from his touch, his passing, his finishing. It was all off, wasn't it? It was like all that Everything sink. was off. Um, but he also said to my friend, I think Mullen was was equally as bad. That was one of the worst games I've seen him play for Wrexham as well. Yeah. Um, his, his shots inside the box, he snatched that, he wasted a few opportunities. And if Mullen and Palmer don't have a good game, then yeah. you can see why we've we've not won the game or the only way we've scored is via a, a wonder goal from, from a midfielder. And what a goal that was, to be fair. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I didn't think Tom... Did anybody else think Tom O'Connor had that in him? No, no. never. <laughs> to be fair, we haven't seen much of him, have we? But I wouldn't. you wouldn't have gone, oh, Tom O'Connor will score an overhead kick one day. You know, he's got those... He, he likes those cheeky deflected free kicks, doesn't he? Um, but, yeah, that was... Uh, I, you know, I was jumping up and down my living room thinking we've got away with one here. This is, a, you know, we're going to snatch and grab this. This is brilliant. Everyone's going to be hating us. This is, you know, um, and then lo and behold, uh, what I don't know how long it was. Was it? It was a matter of minutes, wasn't it? That Dooku comes on and with his first couple of touches, <clears throat> it's flashed one past Howard with a massive deflection off Mendy, which was, again, critical. But I, I think Mendy could have been done a bit better. Um, I know Howard got a lot of stick on. Uh, on social media, I'm not sure. Did anybody think he could have done better with that? I think picking the bones out of it, there's a lot of th theories, isn't it? That someone said, well, Mendy's just returning from coming back. Mm. Could he have put a bit more of a challenge in? Would he not it do it because he's in the box? You can pick bones out of it, can't you? Um, but I, I don't personally think it was his fault, the keeper. Uh, um, I just think sometimes them deflections, you just got no chance. No. Um, he's thinking he's looking at the flight of the ball, and he thinks it's going another way, and it goes another way, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's odd law, really. Yeah, I didn't think. I just thought Mendy could have been a bit tighter. What, were you, what yeah. did you think, Alex? Yeah, I agree with um, thoughts on Mendy. I think if he's fully fit, if he's a bit sharper, then he gets he gets the full block on. In regards to the kick, at first sight, I did say that's a howler by Howard, but looking at from different angles and from seeing different replays, it's not a howler. However, I do think there's some goalkeepers in this division who might have kept that one out. Yeah, I wouldn't um, disagree with that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, so it's not a howl. I'm not going to have a go at him for <laughs> it, but I think a fully fit Rob Langton, one of the top goalkeepers in the league, has got, has got a chance at saving that. 
And it's just disappointing, isn't it? After you go 1-0 up in the 91st or 92nd minute, you think you've got a smash and grab away from home kind of performance that champions churn out when they're not playing well. Um, so to concede from a deflected shot when they didn't really have any chances on match was a, a tough one to take. I'll give Tom O'Connor another bit of credit. There was one more chance, um, if you watch the uh, replays back, um, where uh, O'Connor sort of second half late on a uh, slide tackle that he sort of deflects over the bar. Um, now that was a let's be fair that was a great block, uh, but that was the only other thing I think that they you know really created as a you know as a a clear cut chance shall we call it? Yeah. To be fair, I think we're being a bit unfair on Tom O'Connor here. We've not given that goal maybe enough praise or attention that it deserved. Oh. It was a wonder goal. The the technique yeah. on it. You wouldn't if Cristiano Ronaldo scored that at the World Cup, you'd be saying wow, class. Yeah. Um, so fair play to Tom O'Connor. I think he played well on the whole after he came on. Like you say, he made a good block um, towards the end of the game. And it also begs the question, is he ready to start in midfield? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't I don't think he's he, he'll change it too much this week. But that Scunthorpe game coming up, I suspect now we'll see some uh, serious rotation. Um uh, that's just uh, my gut feeling. Um, and looking at the reserves that they that they put out ye- yesterday, was it? Uh, which we'll touch on later. Um, so overall, we get a point, but feels like I mean we haven't played well and we're disappointed. We've got a point. Are we twisting things round here that we perhaps should just be thinking? Well, we didn't play well. We've got a point. On we go. Thing is, though, you look at York. They were in a bit of free fall, weren't they? As well. Yes. Good point. Um, yep. I. I think you've got to be beating them teams away from home, whether it is 1-0, 2-1, a scrappy last-minute winner. Um, Find a way, I just think, yeah. yeah, I just think we had too many players had a bad day. When we normally say at home, everyone's 7 out of 10 or above. Yeah. I just think, predominantly, I know you've obviously, we've got the, the ratings, but I just think we had too many fives. We didn't have enough people who you'd expect at the higher level they've played at to bring yeah. some into the party, and I don't think we did. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair, Collins. There was lots of uh, there was lots of um, sort of talk that uh, they were still on the uh, Christmas party in Dublin, weren't they? Did you see? Did you see that? I didn't yeah. dream that. Did it? There was lots of that, but I think they they'd gone to that about a week earlier. So I'm not sure that was uh, there was actually the reason. Um, but uh, it was quite funny when you think about it afterwards. And you're like, they did play like they were just been on like two days before, didn't they? Oh, I've seen some ridiculous things on Twitter, but based in that performance on the fact they were right in Dublin a week before has got to be right up there. Um, every team has a Christmas night out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, most Possibly. teams will have a Christmas night out. And if that deflected shot at the end goes over the bar or how it saves it, then we all, no one bats an eyelid about that. So ridiculous comment by some people. Um, I think the performance was just soured by A, the last minute equaliser and B, not County coming from behind to but beat Scunthorpe as well. I, I, we'll, 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 we'll come on to that in a minute, but I, I always felt that they were going to win that game. Did you not? Anyway, they, even though they yeah. went behind, just I didn't have any doubt that they were going to win it myself. I think both of us are always going to score goals every week. It's very rare that you'll get both of us get a zero, won't score. I think there's goals in both teams, isn't there? And, yeah. you know... Yeah. 
they were they've got goal scorers like we have. Theirs had a good week, ours had a bad week. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no chance that Mullen and Palmer will play that badly again in the next match. No chance. No, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, anything else to say about York then? Um, was it as nice a day out as everybody hoped? Because that was the big thing. Was it? Was the uh, you know, the, the nice markets around? I mean, it's on a retail park or something, isn't it? Was it? Not, yeah, it's quite far away from um, the town or from well, the city from centre. City centre, yeah. So obviously the park and ride and things are like but people I spoke to went. There was a few issues, wasn't there, on the Friday? I think couldn't yes. get into some clubs, but I think on the Saturday it was sort of uh, eased the problem were ironed out, and everyone knew where to go. And right. you know what it's like with Wrexham fans. Somebody went somewhere and they got round, and next thing there's uh, two hundred people there. <laughs> it's rammed, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> did, did Gary Mills get any stick from the away fans? <clears throat> I didn't hear much. I didn't hear. Um, I heard somebody say Gary Mills, but I didn't. We didn't. There wasn't many chances. I didn't hear, and that I couldn't recall. Right. Yeah, it was. He was. Uh, he was uh, talking rubbish as usual on co-commentary. Oh, not on co-coms, <laughs> but as a co-presenter type of thing, wasn't he? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Usual. I'm surprised he wasn't drinking. To be honest, uh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. Um, but they had a little bit of a little bit of a point to prove, I guess, with a new manager coming in. A little bit like Oldham, what it remember how Oldham, how bad Oldham yeah. was the second game. But that first game, we found it really difficult. <clears throat> uh, I think there was an element, perhaps an element of that as well. You know, that's probably as good as they'll play in about four weeks. Uh, they'll probably get battered every week because uh, he didn't <laughs> doesn't fill you with any confidence that fella who's taking over. Um, <clears throat> I tell you that. Okay. Right, we've got tons of news. So, should we go? Should we? Uh, should we? Should we round that stuff up? Yeah. Right. So, we obviously uh, we lost a player last week. Um, and we weren't all together. So Jordan Davis went down, and we now know officially it's three months that he's out. Uh, um, what What's our thoughts and feelings there? Yeah, very disappointing um, for Jordan and for the the outlook on the squads. I know Elliot Lee was, well, he had that number 10 position pinned down, but with a big flurry of games coming up, it was nice to have Jordan... Um, I'll be contending for the shirt or coming off the bench as an impact sub. And just sums up his season, really. He's stop, start, stop, start. <laughs> really got going. Um, three months is a huge blow. Um, puts him out to what, February time. So I guess the takeaway from this is does that increase our need for new players in the January uh, or just in general, bringing players in? I'd say it probably does. We were probably short of a midfielder or two anyway, in my opinion, without Davis, uh, Davis's injury. So I think Parky's got a job to do now. He's got to find some targets and try and find um, another creative player to replace Davis because despite him not having the best of seasons, he's still a, a top, top class player at this level and he's going to be missed Um Okay. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, here's, so here's the question, Richie. I see. I would have argued we probably needed a midfielder anyway. Prior to that, personally, I would have liked to see us bring in some someone. What are the chances now um, that Parkinson goes and gets 
He's got to get at least one midfielder, but is it is it loan market time now as well, just to get an extra body in ready for this horrible period that's coming up over sort of Christmas and January? I think we need two now. Obviously, like Alex just said now with the injury, I think there'll be one coming in permanent. Yeah, and I think the one will come in on loan. Yeah, because okay. I think the loan one will be to cover Jordan. Just on that, Jordan, um, I thought at first I thought it was a long term. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that. That it, I thought it was just crucial at first. Yes. Um, I thought that it was it could have been season over. So bit of a relief that it's only the shorter three months yes. one. Yeah, yeah. But um just got to be careful with the lad's mental health, really, because he's had a lot of knockbacks, hasn't he, lately? And you know, you just wanna hope that, you know, I think we've got a good squad though. So I mean the lads will keep him involved and you know, people are always, you know, a bit of banter and that, whatever. And you've got lads there who've been through long term as well, haven't you? Yeah. Rob Layton's there, you know. Dibble's obviously still going through his, so hopefully they can help help him out. And uh, you know, you've got Harry Lennon as well. Just yeah. some characters around him, just to help him keep going. Yeah, no, and hopefully Parky, uh, you know, keeps him close to, uh, as you know, uh, uh, I, I think I think he can walk around and stuff. He's probably got a little bit of a brace on or something, but you know, keep him as close to the squad, especially at home, as they can. Um, yeah. You know, try and keep him involved because if he does come back, sort of end of Jan, February, whatever it is. Then it's going to be really important that you know, like a new signing, then a fresh Jordan will be a useful asset, won't he? Yeah, most definitely. Um, okay, so yeah, some transfer needs definitely. Um, I guess is uh, is what is the summary to that. So the National League shocked us last week with a statement which said this coming Saturday, so it's the seventh today, it's Wednesday today. So on Saturday, their new streaming service is going to start. Well, it's Wednesday now, and we don't know any details. Is anybody surprised? <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> what a shock. Shock horror, especially after watching the Gate Money documentary. Um, it just goes to show that, uh, you know, uh, this lot do not know what they're doing, do they? Uh, so I'm not shocked at all um, by that. Um, there was a brilliant podcast and interview with Mark Ives by somebody called Ollie Bayliss. I don't know if everybody follows him on Twitter. So he did yeah. a great half hour chat with them where they discussed the the model um, and how they came up with the model for revenue and stuff. Did anybody hear it? I haven't heard it, but um, it's in the, in the to watch pile, listen to pile. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good half hour chat. Um, and basically they outsourced it is what they reckon. They, they, they went external, got somebody to draft up a model of how it should be, how the pricing should work to make sure that it's one self-financing and second that the, the teams that bring the most uh, watchers get the most money, but also a little bit of that money goes to every club, uh, but it will be a small amount when you look at the revenue model that they've released. Um but the interesting thing was slightly different that they, they were saying that if you if if you um if you pay to stream on the day you can watch any game that's available for you so if you for the for the international people obviously they'll be able to watch anything um because they they're not restricted by the tv blackout so if you pay whatever it is 10 15 20 quid whatever it turns out to be um you can watch any game if we're if we're watching it, so let's imagine that, for instance, like last week, every game was twelve thirty. We can start watching Wrexham, switch over to watch Notts County, and go and look at Chesterfield. So, of course, they're not just doing it simple. There's obviously there's, there's their own spin on it as well, even. So that sounds. I mean, it actually sounds quite a, quite a good option. Makes me think that they're going to charge a bit more than a tenner for it. 
uh, for that yeah. luxury. That's the my, that was my gut feeling. But um, just off that little basic bit of information, I don't know if you'd heard that or not, Alex. What's your what's your initial thoughts on the idea of what they proposed? Um, on paper, it sounds good. I can't really pick any faults with it. And like you say, it gives certain audiences the option to to check out different matches. The concern for me is if it's meant to start on Saturday and today is Wednesday, surely by now they would have made it clear what the plans are and how it's going to work because they've got, what, a couple of the working days to, to get the information out there, so... And they did say a soft launch, to be fair, on the on Saturday. Yeah, but well, the, um, a launch, a launch the weird, is a launch. The weird thing is that, like, you, you, I, I'm assuming when you sign in or log on, you have to tell them what club really you're signing up to, what, what club has sort of brought you to, to the streaming service, presumably from some sort of drop-down menu. So if everybody goes on there and says, we, it's, well, it's Wrexham, obviously, then we'll get more money than everybody else. It's just bonkers. It's like, you know, um, and I did see some comments from um, from people like Jim Green at Chester um, who was saying, like, you know, you, you've, you've pushed out this revenue model now, but we've not seen it. Why haven't you brought it to us? So none of the clubs had seen it before they looked, before they released it the other day. It's just, just, just. I mean, what a show, what a shower of an organisation this lot are. I've been watching that FIFA documentary tonight. Have you seen it on Netflix? FIFA Uncovered. There's a four-part documentary looking at the corruption, etc., in FIFA. Um, and well, I'm not saying the National League is corrupt, but they're as inept as FIFA, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I watched the the Gate Money documentary, but isn't this what they're sort of outlining for Saturday? If it starts on Saturday. It's got very similarities to the gate money documentary, isn't it? Because yeah, what it is is it's making making sure the boys on the on the on the board are looked after, isn't it? So make sure well, the when you see the model, shared. that's not not strict. That's not strictly true. When you see the revenue model, because um, they've they've pushed that out. That's out there. You can see the revenue model of how the money is split. But the way that you fact, I mean, the way you just sort of you know you somehow you have to say, oh, I'm, Wrexham have brought me here. Basically, that's what I'm. That's who I'm here, and so you're we're going to get the money. It's just a bit, it's just a bit weird. It's just it it begs belief, doesn't it? And it just tells you one more reason why. We have to get out of this league, doesn't it? Yeah. Just to yeah, deal yeah. with people like that. I know the EFL have got a different system now, haven't they? They've slightly changed theirs, haven't they? Uh, well, is it, it's still eye following, isn't it? Yeah, they've got a thing now where you can go behind more behind the scenes, haven't you? And they've got uh, to in, interview the managers at half time and things like that. Yeah, and during the games and stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. And, and better, uh, I think it's changing room access before the game yeah. and things like that. Yeah, they've uh, they've sort of opened up the doors a little bit to it fundamentally a bit more yeah um so i think the good news about the timing is it's going to be ready for christmas so i know lots of fans wanted to go to the boxing match boxing day match against solihull yeah so that's going to give thousands of fans now to have the chance to watch that at home on boxing day international fans obviously international fans oh is it is it not the Domestic as well. Well, it's TV blackout still, so Boxing Day would have been at three o'clock. Or what day is Boxing Day actually? Oh, uh, is it Monday? Question. Might be all right. Twenty fifth is a Sunday. Oh, oh so sorry, Monday. I the Monday. 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 Monday so yeah. The TV blackout is just Saturday, I think, isn't it? I believe um, at three o'clock, three till five, I think it is. Um, so have clubs got spec to change the kickoff as well for that? 
No, 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 no. I no. mean, that's a league decision, really, that, isn't it? Pathetic. Yeah, so, I mean, I, mean, I wonder, it does make you wonder, perhaps, perhaps, kick, perhaps behind the scenes, all the clubs have kicked up a fuss, and this is why perhaps they haven't sort of uh, pushed out the detail yet, maybe. Um, but we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll see, I guess. Um, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I mean, it's got to be tomorrow, tomorrow or Friday. You can't leave it till Saturday, can you? It just feels like to me like we'll start it the week after. There's a you know an update coming like that. Not this week, the week after, lads. Can't do it this week. But these um, small clubs, they haven't got media teams like Wrexham, have they? No, it's all, what it's, they were saying. It's, it's all, all expected and... to be run by volunteers. And yeah. the, there is a small percentage of the money does go back in for reinvestment into equipment and potentially into to sort of, uh, you know, um, commentary and stuff like that. But, you know, it won't be enough to start with to uh, to make no. a significant difference. We're lucky in the, in the pandemic, Rob and Ryan really upgraded our stuff, didn't they? <laughs> well, they did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did, they did. <laughs> Uh, if you remember, it was pants to start with, and then uh, and then Brynlaw uh, came in, didn't he? And then it got a bit better. So, so let's see how that one comes out. Um, but we've got an extra game before Christmas now. Did we all see this? Bromley twenty first, yeah. is it? Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. So we'll be playing that at home. So obviously, uh, that's nice to have an extra game. Uh, don't mind that at all. Um, Reserves one, did you see Leighton, Riesel, Johnson, Cleworth played, Bickerstaff, Kai Evans. They won 3-1 against the Blackpool youth team. So that yeah. was quite nice for a few of them to get a run out. Um, Bickerstaff got with it two, two goals. Yeah, and Kai Evans got one. So um, so these are, I, th- I suspect these are players that we'll see in the... Uh, in that a trophy, get in that trophy. I hope we see players like that in that trophy. I'm not interested in that trophy at all. I've got a ticket. I'm going, but I don't care if we lose. Um, I saw no someone interest. put a tweet up saying we should play Humphrey Her in goal, Fleur Robinson, <laughs> and you know, you know what? I'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see Leighton and Riesel Johnson, and uh, you know, I don't know if Mendy needs the minute, so he might play it, and you know, Macalinden. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm really not bothered. Um, if I think honest. we said in the previous podcast, didn't we? If this becomes sort of the de facto reserve trophy for us, yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. If we get knocked out, we get knocked out. Yeah, I don't but care. It's a chance to give some game time to to some of the reserves and players who aren't perhaps <laughs> getting into the first eleven. Okay, let's keep cracking through. So, uh, Max Clareworth signed a new deal. Um, now, signing a new deal uh, for those of you that don't know is normally an indicator. That one, you were right at the end of your other deal, which he wasn't, or secondly, you were close to leaving. Well, and there was rumours. So the, the the chances are that they've possibly bunged him a decent amount of money and said, "Stick at it with us, Max, would you please come on?" Um, and it was obviously enough to keep him interested. And perhaps if those Norwich rumours were true, or a club of that stature, um, it sounds like it was enough for him to think, no, nah, I'm going to stay here and work my way up for another season or two before anything happens. So that was quite good news. Oh. Yeah, it um, sounds like a deal to suit all parties. I think you're right in the Norwich rumours. There's no smoke without fire and there must be something in that for uh, for the rumours to get so, so widespread. But it protects us in the fact that if any team does come in for him, and this January or this summer or next year, um, yeah. they have to pay more for him. And gives Max the security of a longer contract. 
every player wants a long contract, so it's yeah. good for him. Um, so yeah, no brainer really. And like I say, he's a, he's a quality player, and he's only out of the team because Tony Cliff has come in and, and played so well. Yeah. But all it takes is one injury to to Tunnicliff or maybe one of the other defenders for us to say, right, we need we need Max back in the team and playing to the standards that he was at the start of last year and at the start of this season. And I've also heard some clamor oh. for him to oh. oh, I thought you were gonna break some transfer news or something then. I thought I was getting excited. Oh no, no, no. I've got no uh no, no gossip. Right, not in the know at all, but some a few people have said, can he play in midfield? And is there a argument for him to play in uh, midfield against Scunthorpe? The... Yeah. Oh, you, Alex is frozen yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> you, you froze there. So you're, you're back. Don't worry. So I'll tell you where that came from. Um, I was at the Guersal Reds meeting with uh, and Cleworth was there a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and that was asked to him. And I think he did it in a either a trophy match or a, a, some sort of cup tie last year. He sat in midfield for that one game. He scored a left footer from about 30 yards in it as well. Um, can't think who it was that we played. Trophy game, wasn't it? It was, yeah, was it? We won like 5-1 or something. Yeah, I think Kwame Thomas yeah. scored a few. Um, yeah. Harrogate or somebody like that, was it? Oh, was it no, Or maybe it was. Folkestone and Victor, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and he did it then. And I think that's... And obviously, obviously I think people were um, in that... It was Tim from Fearless was sort of posed him that question and he said yeah I could you know I can do it for an for an odd game or something but whether I can do it there for a you know a season or something is a different matter in it but go on Richie you were about to say something before about Cloweth yeah I think obviously like agree with what Alex said it gives us more security it obviously puts his fee up as well mm. because I've I heard I don't know how reliable yeah is that he's going to be he will be bought but be loaned back for a season Oh, okay. Right. So I think that makes sense in yep. the terms of with the contract. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I think it was a couple mentioned a couple of championship teams were after him. Um, and obviously, this is just his agent sort of getting himself all sorted and making Max look. And But he is obviously, he doesn't want to but, go, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's a great opportunity for him if that is the is. sort of level in it. So you wouldn't blame him for going and that, you know. You know, and he doesn't really want to go and sit in an under twenty threes team. Yeah. He'd rather obviously compete for a place to play in a proper men's team as well. Perfect. Yep. Can't argue with that. As long as the money's good for us and the the, the add-ons and stuff, uh, as long as he's happy to do it, um, I don't. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, I'm sure the majority of people wouldn't, would they? No. Um, okay. Good info, Richie. Well done. Uh, you're better than Alex. <laughs> um. A uh, couple of couple of other pieces. So um, the turf butty van. So if you go to the turf butty van at the moment, um, Wayne has got a donations jar, um, so you can donate. Um, and also, any he's, he's going to put his profits towards uh, Wrexham Food Bank. And I don't know if you saw on Twitter the other day, Rob McElhenney said he'll match whatever Wayne get. Um, it was supposed to be sort of a, a next week or the week after, I think. But the jar and everything's there now. So if you need a breakfast bap. Or a lunch bap, go go there, because um, obviously the profits from there will be matched by uh, by Rob, and uh, that's good all round. That so a bit far for you, oh. Alex, but uh, me and you, Richie, it's uh, a bit more no, viable. Um, no, no, Wayne, Wayne does so much for the local community. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic gesture, isn't it? For yeah, well, help the food bank out, brilliant. 
and they've had a massive increase in donations and stuff. I, yeah, uh, I saw they posted on social media, so that's really good, isn't it? Especially this yeah. Christmas because lots of people are going to need it. Um, yeah. They do delivery to Preston. <laughs> yeah, but it's cold when it's get there, <laughs> and it'll oh, cost you as much as it costs Ollie to ship a hat to America. I saw somebody <laughs> trying to buy a beanie hat. He said it's thirty pound for delivery. It's like, well, yeah, it's about I don't know two thousand miles away, mate. So, um, um, no, so, I've got a ticket for the Chesterfield game, so I'll make sure I pay the uh, the putty I, man. Just, if even if you stick a few quid in the jar, in it, just anything yeah. to contribute from exactly. People. And uh, lastly, I'm not sure where we're going to play Coventry, <laughs> but, they've, <laughs> but they've got a bit of a got a bit of a problem on because Mike Ashley really wants to buy the club and he's making it awkward. Um, uh, I've had some exchanges with the sort of Coventry podcast who. Uh, who've said they'll come and chat to us before that game, and they were sending me messages the other day. Um, but Mike Ashley's been a royal pain, so God knows where we're going to play that game. But they've moved it to half past five, and it's on telly somewhere in the world, isn't it? We don't know where. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's heard. If it's Is that S4C or is it America? I don't know. I think it's ESPN again, isn't it? I think. Right, is that so it is the America? I think so, yeah, because the BBC have, ITV have chosen theirs, haven't they? Um, all, pretty much all premiership teams involved in that, isn't it? It's a yeah. pass. Yeah, it is. It just just takes it straight away. Is it because they think because of the demand after the World Cup? Because people haven't seen these players every week. Yeah, maybe. Good point. Maybe I don't know. But then it's about you know the teams who start in you know tier twelve or whatever it is. It's about them, isn't it? It's about all they've shown all the games in round one and two. We were lucky enough to be on there against Oldham, and we did the Blythe game obviously with ESPN. But it's about lower tier. It should be one of the only teams should be on there, shouldn't it? Yeah, you know it's just not right. Easy way. It's going to be. Sorry, go, go on, Rich. I was. I was just going to say it's re- a really easy way to help support those non-league, that bottom half of the pyramid, isn't it? Because that TV money goes into players, which normally yeah. you're buying from the same sort of level. So that money then does swish around, uh, around there. So yeah, I agree with what's, you. What's the point watching Man City, Chelsea reserves? What What is the point? I just don't get that at all. They don't need the money, do they? You know, it, it should be Charles Bournemouth. You got some decent ties to pick from from the non-league teams as well. Chesterfield, yeah. West Brom. Yeah, oh, that's a potential upset there. Yeah, definitely. Who yeah. wants to what? United, Everton, or the Wolves, Liverpool? You see, you see those matches every week, and they say they do it because of the international audience, because they know more people are going to tune in to watch the Premier League superstars. But yeah, get that. Yeah, they third round. It's one of the best weekends in the in the football calendar, and you're not showing any non-league teams who have done really well to get that far in the first place. I think it's a disgrace. You're telling everyone to listen to me Someday we will be back in the football Right, should we have a look at our uh, for a couple of minutes at the National League and what's going on outside of Wrexham just briefly so uh, so everybody knows what's going on. Um, so we'll uh, we'll look at league positions and stuff in a minute, but just a couple of uh, I guess let's let's have a look at a bit of the tittle tattle that's going around. Um, so uh, Richie will be pleased to know that um, former wonder kid of Tottenham Hotspur John Bostock has just uh, just today signed for Notts County. So Richie, give us the lowdown on the superstar that never, never made was. it. Yeah, <laughs> we paid a fortune for him from Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... He's worked his way down the league. He got released by Nottingham Forest, didn't he? Yeah. He went on to, I think, Doncaster and that, whatever. Or his contract got ended at Doncaster, sorry. Then he went back training with Nottingham Forest. 
he obviously just must like the area and he's signed for Notts County. Bradford um, wanted him apparently, but uh, he obviously ended up at County. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? You know, it's remember when we were linked with Jack Wilshire last year? Yeah. <laughs> That was what a time to be alive that was <laughs> being linked with Jack Wilshire. Um, no, that's, I mean, that's why be... the physio guy last <laughs> Brilliant. It'll be interesting to see what he adds to him, I guess, because, um, is uh, you know, te- in theory, he should be good in this league, shouldn't he? But in theory, he could have had a better career. So, yes. uh, you know, it's one of them, mm-hmm. isn't it? You're not going to know until he's, until he's played some games. Um, I think they signed someone similar last year. Was it Harry Arto? The ex yeah. midfielder yeah. who played a few games from kind of feels like the same idea same like signing idea. Whether he's on form or he's fit enough to still do it, I don't know. But they've obviously like a gamble on a, a washed up midfielder. So <laughs> let's see. Well, I tell well, uh, uh, the the reason I find it interesting is this. Um the Ruben Rodriguez, his contract is up in the summer. So he either goes in January or he probably walks away on a free in the summer somewhere. So they're going to, I mean, I don't, I, you know, I've not seen any rumours that he's close to signing a deal. So they're possibly going to lose him. And then obviously this, in the last week, there was all this this sort of rumour that there was four championship clubs all want Langstaff. I don't know if you saw that. Cardiff um, and Swansea rumoured, aren't they? Yeah, um, and they reckon, you know, what they're, they're talking about, a million-odd quid, aren't they, that, that, that they want for him. Um, and I'm not sure if anybody is, will pluck up the money or not. Um, somebody might take a gamble, might they, if they're, you know, if they're desperate enough. But they, So they could be in a really tricky situation come January if, <laughs> it's a big if, but if both of them ended up leaving, that's a different team then all of a sudden. I mean, granted, they'll have money to reinvest, but, like, you know, it's not easy to replace key players is it yeah um my new local team preston are one of the teams rumored to be interested so i'm going to be doing as much lobbying as i can <laughs> go and put some money in the little in the jars outside the stadium yeah, I'll buy here for Langstaff. yeah um preston to be fair they've not scored many goals all season and Langstaff's record both last season in the in the conference north and this season as well is just ridiculous so I think he's well worth a punt, to be honest. Yeah. And like you say, if Langstaff and or Rodriguez leave, leave Meadow Lane, that's going to leave them seriously weakened. So I'm sure all Wrexham fans, like we did with Shamanga in the summer when I think Birmingham were after him, yeah. they're going to be praying that one of the championship teams does cough up the money because although they're not skint, Notts County, a million pounds for a team at that level who haven't got millionaire owners like we have is, is a lot of money so they'll be um facing a tricky decision to make if that bid does come in i don't think they're poor they are not county owners though are they um i think that's the only that's the only thing yeah they're not poor danish like, aren't they i think yeah it reminds me of the time was it 2012 when we were skint and top of the league or near the top of the league and i think we gave Vardy, not Vardy, um, Lee Fowler to Fleetwood. Yeah. Just because we needed the money that badly, even though if we had kept him, we would have had a better chance of going up. We had to do it to take the money. Yeah. Like you say, not scan, they're not skint. They're not mega rich like us. It just um, makes, 
I mean, we were linked with, before we got Elliot Lee, we were linked with Rodriguez. It just makes you wonder whether they would just might be tempted just to go and upset, just go and upset the apple cart a bit and just throw a couple of, couple of bids in and see if it turns his head and unsettles him. Even if you've got no intention of buying him, because they're not going to offer the, you know, they're probably going to ask for half a million or something stupid, aren't they, to sell him? Yeah, I get what you mean. I don't know whether we've got the mentality of where we won't look in our own league. And I mean that bad because obviously we signed Mendy from, from Boreham Wood. Yeah. But I wonder whether our scouting network is for League One, League Two. Yeah, I agree. And we're looking for, how old is Rodriguez? 25, is he? Uh, uh, around Maybe. that, around mid-20s. So we, a deficit sounds now, we're not looking for selling on, but we're looking that he's going to, if we went for him, for example, somebody's going to stay with us for two, three years, aren't we? Yeah. To progress. And can he play at the higher level? It's if he's been proven at the higher level. We obviously know he can play at this level. Yeah. But, you know, can he do it on a cold Wednesday at Hartlepool? You know? Yeah. Type of, type of thing. Well, we might so be I think we've got to look with Hartlepool. <laughs> yeah. We, I think we're not looking for money to value, to sell on, but we're also looking that we could maybe develop as well. But then that's not in Parky's sense, is it? We're not what he goes for. He goes for proven, doesn't he? So, yeah. So, it is a, it, I mean, they seem to prioritise... Uh, League Two, League One, and then if they perhaps can't get who they want, then perhaps you know you end up with a Mendy or you know whatever. Um, but it is a is an interesting uh, a couple of interesting things. So um, I saw us linked with somebody called Danny Mayer from Plymouth today. Um, that was a tw- that was now I say linked. This is a Twitter rumor. Um, I, I didn't know anything about him, but he sounds like a really an ideal Mullin replacement. But he's just coming back from injury. Um, so that that's you know, and Plymouth are, are flying in League uh, yeah. Two, is it? Got me League Two, League One, ones. League One, I think. League, League ones One and Two's mixed up now, in League One. So, um, you know, I thought that was quite interesting. That was the first rumor I'd seen for a while. Um, uh, so that sort of perked me up. But do you remember when Robin Ryan first took over? We made a big deal of the fact that Les Reed was sort of leading the, the 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 sort of recruiting and the. Um, and that sort of that sort of element. I've not heard his name mentioned. Does anybody know if he's still here or not? I mean, we were. He was obviously only sort of on a uh, you know a pro bono basis. I'm assuming he was consulting or whatever. But I've not heard his name in ages now. No, not a clue. Not seen him at the grounds. Um, obviously, not heard from him in the club's media. And that you say, he was only a consultant, so there's no reason that the club would say Les Reed has left the club. Yeah, maybe, maybe. but they, but they did they they did they did the big announcement when we agreed to work with him, though. That was the yeah. Who knows? Who knows? No, I, I don't. It is a it is a, str- it is a strange one. Um, he hasn't. He wasn't even in the documentary, was he either? No, that no. Yeah, true. So uh, that was just—I just wondered if anybody had heard anything. It's not, not you know, not not that exciting. Um, so national league. Um, so Notts County went back top, didn't they? They beat Scunthorpe. I thought that was entirely predictable. Alex thought a shock was on the cards. Um, <laughs> but you, I think you were hoping more than expected, to be honest. When Scunthorpe went one nil, you naturally one nil, <laughs> you naturally get carried away, don't you? But. You were on Goodness Twitter, me. weren't you? You were in the Notts County fans' mentions, weren't you? I was, yeah. I was giving them all sorts, <laughs> but I've deleted my Twitter since. It's fine. <laughs> so, um, obviously, we dropped down with our point. 
And sneaking up into third spot is a team I don't think we've mentioned really, which is Woking. Um, so, I, you know, they've what have they done? They've won four and drew one of the last five games. Um, they, and they've got York City at home. Uh, so, you you know, you almost say three points, don't you? Um, but that's interesting. Obviously, they've played a game more than Chesterfield because of that Chesterfield uh, Dorking game. I think that was that was was it Dorking? I think it was. Oh, there was a game that they had oh, cancelled anyway because of the pitch. Wheelston, yeah, Wheelston keeps well getting cancelled. Yeah, yeah. So because of that, um, so they've they have played a game more than Chesterfield to be fair. But they, there they are. They've got points in the bank and they're on forty points. So did anybody see that coming? Because I didn't. I didn't. But they've been predicted. The I know some of the pundits said obviously he's a good manager. He came in didn't he at the back end of last year, managed to ship out a lot of players at Woking, and brought brought in some of his new players. Yeah. Um, a couple of pundits did tip him for the playoffs. Right. So there not we go. obviously not to be higher up, um, just because of the people they brought in. I'll be honest with you, the people they brought in, I don't know who they are. Yeah. But I, I, I'm a big admirer. They've got a defensive midfielder called Rowan Ince. I love that fella. I think he'd be perfect for us. He, uh, he scored on Saturday as well. But And you should see his heat map. He, he, he operates in all the areas where we need a defensive midfielder. Um, so, um, you know, I know they have got some good players, but they're obviously a good team because you don't really... It's not like they're a Chesterfield who were reliant on Shimanga for a while. You know, we, I couldn't tell you the... Uh, who's scoring the goals or anything for him? Could you, Alex? Um, there's a guy called it Grego Cox. Grego, Co- yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, if you listen back to this podcast from August, I actually tipped Woken to uh, do quite well this season. <laughs> so, We've deleted all the old ones. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a friend who's a Yeovil fan, and he was gutted when they lost Darren Saul towards the end of the last season. That's He's it. a very good, very good yeah. manager at this level, and. They've made a few decent signings, nothing marquee like a Mullin or anyone like yeah, that. Yeah. They're signing solid National League players and yeah. fair play to them. This run they've been on is outstanding and it makes our win there in August better. Like even better. Yeah. Um, so we've got that away game out of the way, which is a bonus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they end up. I don't think they'll finish Post top Christmas. Three. Yeah, post Christmas. Let's see where they are. I guess, isn't it? Yeah, but I'd back them to to get in the top seven. Okay, so Chesterfield obviously uh, went to Halifax and lost, which was good for us because it just puts a bit more distance between uh, us and them. Uh, and Halifax have turned it around a bit, actually, haven't they? They were struggling massively. Um, so the Chesterfield are in fourth. Barnet are in fifth. Uh, they beat Wealdstone two uh, nil. Southend drew at Altrincham. Um, and Solly all managed that. that was their first win in five. That was, uh, which, I mean, they were playing Oldham to be fair. Um, but, I mean, uh, what's happened to Oldham? They're in three four at the moment, and they look nailed down for well a back to back relegation. Their man's gone Thorpe at the bottom of the table, don't they? And the two teams to buy a Chester, Chester striker. Yeah, that's looking to buy a strike striker from Chester as well. Yeah, Kurt Willoughby um, mm. is the 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 rumor. Um, and now, because Chester, I don't know how they've got on tonight. They are playing, um, but Chester could go about third or fourth tonight, I think, if they uh, if they win. Um, but that Willoughby scored about fifteen goals, I think. Um, and I think Chester, are sort of, for the level they're at financially, I think they're okay. Um, but so they're not desperate; don't need to sell him. But I guess you know, I don't know. Would you leave Chester 
it, would you leave a top six or seven sides go to Oldham? So you're from a league probably below. Yeah. Well, definitely. no, but put your serious hat on. Do you know what I mean? Would you? Would because the chances are when you look at that table, you think, well, Oldham are probably going to be in the same league in. You're probably months. getting more money despite all the. Yeah, that would be the thing, wouldn't it? Two-year contract as well. Yeah, you might get a longer contract, a bit more money. Bigger um, crowd as well, bigger club. But I mean, you know, what's going to happen to them? You know, they are in free fall, aren't they? Them and Scunthorpe. Yeah, I mean, David and he's got, came he's in. Got a chance. Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, David Unsworth came in, and that first match they played against us, he thought he'll turn them around because they look quite good. But I think they've won one league game in nine matches since he took over. Just bounce um, that day, won it? Exactly. Yeah. So let's see if he's still in a job after Christmas because, yeah, they're in very worrying form. Go on, Richie. What were you going to say? Uh, it, it, plus, he's got the chance to play at the race course if he goes to Oldham, isn't he? <laughs> well, he has this year, but he might not yeah. next year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you look at Scunthorpe, that bottom, if we look at flip down to the bottom a little bit, um, Scunthorpe have played two games more than Oldham. <laughs> and they've got two points less. So, um, you know, they are in real trouble. So they're gonna absolutely going to come to the race course and beat us in that FA Trophy game. Um, you can see it already. Uh, if they're not careful, though, they'll do what Stockport did, won't they, and go down again? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I know there's a, lot, there's a lot of trouble going on there at the moment, isn't there? I think they, but they, they managed to pay the players in the end, didn't they? Yeah, they they're, the they're last week. trying to do it. There's somebody was trying to take it over, aren't they? I think, uh, and I think yeah. they have. But obviously, uh, they they paid the players late, but a lot of the staff hadn't been pay, paid, I believe. So uh, whether that's been sorted, I don't know. But uh, so uh, so yeah, um, so that's it. Yeah, things. That's the top and the bottom of the the league, and the the middle of it is just a, it's it's just a chop and changey mess, isn't it? Um, of teams, but. Um, yeah, obviously the that Eastley we've got who are ninth, um, who beat Boreham Wood, who fall, who seem to have, um, although uh, Boreham Wood beat Oldham, but Eastley's last game was Boreham Wood, who they beat, and Boreham Wood again have had a bit of a flat spot, haven't they? They've won one in five, so they've got they're a funny side. Wouldn't you have to spend all that gate money, aren't they? <laughs> How they put it on it was it a new stand or a scoreboard or something? I'm sure something yeah. went up there. Um, uh, with all that gate money, yeah. Um, okay, good. Anybody else got anything exciting about the National League before we look ahead to Eastley? That'll be a no. <laughs> Silence is a no, is, uh, is what they say. Telling everyone to listen to me Someday we will be back in the football So, what are we thinking? Anybody confident about this? Are we thinking it's going to be a? Are we all going to be predicting draws or <laughs> what are we going to be doing? Because it's away, which performances haven't been great. It's not the easiest side. They they've got a good home record, um, and obviously we're coming off a, a flat performance. Yeah, it's going to be a very very tough game. I think they've got one of the best home records in the league. I think Notts County were the first team to beat them at their ground a few weeks ago. So. Always a tough place to go anyway, but they seem to be playing well, especially at home this season. You always have to caveat it with Wrexham's away form. I've only seen us play well away from home once or twice. 
under Phil Parkinson, as much as I hate to say it. Yeah. So, yeah, not confident, not confident at all. I'd love to be proved wrong. Um, if you offered me a point now, I'd probably take it. Yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting one. So if we look at the form, um, uh, in the overall form table in the last, let's say, what should we do? Ten games. Let's go with ten games. Eastley are tenth, and we're third. But I guess it's the home form. So for them, they're 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 sort of the the fourth best uh, at, at home. They've won four out of five. Obviously, uh, us and Halif- Halifax actually have got a good home record now. Um, but for us, obviously, it's that away record. You know, our away, we're uh, just like we're ninth <laughs> in the away table. Um, we've won one in five. So, what we what's going to turn up, Richie? What do you think? I think we'll win. I think we'll win two one. It's going to be tight. Um, but also, I just think I don't think we can play as bad two weeks in the run. I don't. We haven't done so far, have we? Um, We've always sort of come back. I get what we're saying about the away form. And I didn't actually know that. It's quite frightening that we're ninth in the away form table. Yeah. Um, considering, you know, how, how well we play at home. Um, but I just think, you know, when you just people say, oh, it's one in games, we can't afford to lose. Yeah. I think, not because of points-wise, because obviously we're still only in December, but I think psychologically as well, because it, you just don't want that gap just to creep up because we got it back and then we took over it and now it's sort of there back on top again. It's going to be swings and roundabouts all season, but you don't want to have, don't want it to happen too many times, do you? Uh, no. <laughs> Ideally, you want to try and get a stranglehold on it, I guess, is what you're, what you're sort of saying. You don't want yeah. to be sort of just constantly to in and fro in because psychologically that'll be that'll ruin you probably by the end of the season. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm starting to think I'll take a draw, given the fact that we've got Chesterfield, what, three days later, um, which is not going to be, you know, it, it, that there's pressure on that game now, I I think, that Chesterfield game, because we've, we've, we've kind of made excuses for our away performances and gone, oh, don't worry, we'll win yeah. all the home games against these big sides that we've been losing away to. Um, so it feels to me like that could be a, you know, there's a bit of a build. Does that make sense, Alex? There's a bit more yeah, expectation yeah. on it. Yeah, our home form has been excellent. Um, but I think this is the first time we've welcomed a top, top team or a promotion rival to the race course this season. So fair enough if we want to say we'll not play as well away from home as long as we're winning at home. That's fair enough. But it's a big if. we're going to have to back it up in this game. <laughs> We're going to have to back it up because, and we owe Chesterfield one as well. And it's, yeah. a, it's a huge match, regardless of who we're playing. We need the win. Um, so, yeah, I think this is going to be one of the real acid tests of how good we are. Can we replicate our performances against mid table and lower ranking sides at home against the big teams? Really hope we can. Should be a great atmosphere. Well, don't get too far, Ed, because we've got Eastley first. Sorry, <laughs> you're right. It's a huge game already, and if we don't if we don't win on Saturday, it becomes even bigger because that means we've gone two games without a, without a win. I mean, realistically, 
Um, and I will get. I know I've got your prediction, Richie, but we'll we'll get more predictions in a second. But when you look at our next fixtures, um, so we've got Eastleigh away, Chesterfield at home. Let's ignore the cup game and then two games against Solihull Moors. Um, I mean, what are we? You know, if we look at the, let's narrow it down to these two, Eastleigh and Chesterfield. You'd want four points from that, really, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. And realistically. <laughs> Yeah, just going on that on that away form. If you obviously easily you said the ninth, right? So in the top nine teams, there's only if we have if we can't we've played easily, obviously with the game coming up. We've got Solly all to come up and Barnet, I think, in January. We've played every single one of them teams away from home. I know we've got Chesterfield coming up, but we've been to Knox, we've been to Chesterfield, we've done Woking, we've done South End. We've 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 played them all away from Paul and Wood. We've done all them teams away from home, haven't we? Which is fine unless they come to your ground and then beat you and then you look stupid, doesn't yeah. So, yeah. But but if you look on our home form, you can't see us losing to anyone at home, could you? Uh, well, I mean, you can you go into at some point. You just hope that it's not the, you know, it's not a an older shot or a maiden head or you know you, you that those are the ones that you have to win if you if if this is how you're going to win the league, isn't it? Yeah, we've got to improve away from home, but I just think that that could have a deciding factor in the fact of who we have played away from home. Yeah, uh, and I believe the county have got quite a tough January. Uh, their Christmas isn't nice, but I think their January gets really tough. Um, so, uh, you know. They haven't got Oldham, have they? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scunthorpe, remember. Either of them. Yeah, you, I think you just yeah. like put three points down, um, down for them. So... Um, Team wise, what do we think? What do we think? I mean, Fordy came back. He looked well. He looked as good as anybody else. I guess is what you would say. For uh, on Saturday, he nearly scored a free kick. So Fordy will start. Usual back three: Mendy or McFadden. What is, is that? Probably the only decision to be made. Is it? Yeah, I would go unchanged from the York game. It just depends on how fit Mendy is. If he is fully fit, I'd have him in replace of, of McFadden. But I think at the moment, especially with the Jordan Davis injury, the team probably picks itself. And our lack of options to O'Connor, I guess, could come in for somebody. So if you wanted to rest James Jones, you could play Tom O'Connor. I think, I think Tom O'Connor will start, but I think Elliot Lee will drop out. Oh, okay, you think he'll go solid because it's away, go a bit more solid. Um, and see if we can sneak a, sneak a set piece. I think McFasden will start. I just think on Saturday we looked at the bench and we sort of went, mm-hmm. all right, you've got Mendy. I'm not Dalby's greatest fan, but then the two up front weren't doing the business either. So I couldn't really see the three of any of the three scoring a goal. Hence why O'Connor got the goal. It was the cup game that Dalby started against uh, with Mullen Oldham. up front. Oldham, wasn't it, on the telly? Was it Oldham? Yeah, he scored. Oh. He scored in the year in no, front of the cop. Was it that one? Did he start with Farnborough as well? It might have been the which was yeah, the one after Farnborough. Um, I'm just sorry about the clicking of my mouse. Um, just have a look. That was the home game. Uh, yeah, it was Farnborough. It was. I tell you what. I mean, I was in the tech end, obviously in my usual seats, and he was getting absolute pelters because he again. I mean, he just. I mean, he. He's not fit, clearly, to be fair to the lad, but it does, doesn't look like he couldn't hold the ball up. You know, didn't have a good game at all. 
Um, not taking his chance, really. He's got a couple of chances there in a couple of cup games that he's not really impressed. Um, so he's going to like, so I'm, I'm with you there, Richie. I think he's got some work to do to, to win some fans around, I do. You know, when you're picking your fancy football teams and you've got four million left or whatever. Yeah. And you've got, you've got to put a filter on and you've only got a certain choice of players. Yeah. It, that's how he seems to me, that kind of signing. And I, I hope the lad comes and proves me wrong, I really do. And, you know, when he gets 10, 12 goals, I really do. But he's not a John Paskin for the older viewers. He's not, is he? He's not going to come off the bench and, and grab us a goal when we need it. Um, I just, I, there's just something missing with him. And maybe it is, like you say, he's not fit. I don't know. Yeah, I think that will definitely, I think at some point they'll address that because he's not, he's, he's not, he's not enough impact off the bench, is he? <clears throat> no. Is, is it the case of, I don't know, maybe Bickerstaff, but then the, the trophy game, if he does play? Is, have we got somebody in the house already where... Is, but is he strong enough? Is he big enough? Yeah, I mean, most people thought he struggled last season. Where was he? Was he at Carnarvon or somebody like that? Nantwich. Carnarvon, Nantwich, yeah. Nantwich, both, yeah. I, I think uh, most people thought he struggled at that level. So it'll be interesting to, it will be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I, I think he's, I think this is going to be another performance like York myself. I don't, I'm, I've got no faith that it'll be much imp- as much improved as, uh, as, your, as you hope, Richie. Score, Alex. What do you think then? Come on, be brave. I'm going one all, mate. I'm gonna. I'm. Oh. I'm doing the Alex trick of picking the draws because uh, you've got a habit of doing that. Oh, is that? <laughs> I was going to say one one as well. Well, you can still pick that if you want. That's fine. Yeah, but I need to gain on you, don't I? So if I pick the same score as you, I'm not going to gain. Uh, I'll, you know I'll, take, I'll take I'll your score and then I'll tell you where you are. I'm going to say I'm going to go two one Wrexham. I've had a change of heart. Are you going to copy Richie? Okay. <laughs> I was Richie said 2 1. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go 0 <nil>, 0. <laughs> Give us your final answer. 0 oh, 0. Oh, God. Mm. Is anybody going? I'm not going. No. <laughs> not me. My lad's playing football, so. Uh... So sadly, I can't. I was hoping it'd be streaming, and I was going to be. I mean, I was going to. Uh, I was obviously I was going to go. Yeah, uh, not streaming illegally <laughs> with a VPN. Um, okay, so let's have a look because I have got the uh, score predictions up <clears throat> to get update us because um, uh, it's been a couple of weeks. So Aldershot, uh, which was two nil, and I predicted two nil. Alex predicted five one. Richie predicted four nil. Um, so I got some point. I got some good points there. I got five points, and you two got a couple of points. Um, and then Alex ruined us all last week with his one all prediction. Um, so you made up five points there and me and Richie didn't. So uh, I'm on 20 points, winning, obviously. Uh, Richie is on 19. No, Alex. I've given you, I've given Richie points he shouldn't have had. Uh, Alex is on 19 and Richie's on 14 points. So... Uh, can I have yeah. a steward's inquiry here? What happened to the Farnborough game? I got that one spot on. Uh, we didn't have we didn't have scores off everybody. Oh, so on top of the FA Cup games. <laughs> yeah, <but> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a separate one for FA Cups. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, Chesterfield, uh, are you back on commentary duties for Chesterfield, uh, Alex? No, I'm not doing that one. I was oh. lucky enough to get, get a ticket behind the goal, so there is a fan for that one. Oh, you're not coming in my stand. No, 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 no. 
I am, yeah. Um, <laughs> Upper or lower? Swap. I'll see if I can swap, go somewhere else. Um, I'm in the lower tier, right behind the goal. Towards oh, the yeah. Back, the, the lower bit. You're normally, down low, with me. You're normally yeah. lower, Richie, aren't you? So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it'd be a Tekken tea at half time. You can pay, you can pay Alex. The three wise men. <laughs> You'll have to go down a quarter past to get the teas, won't you? <laughs> it's a joke. Have, have, have you been in there lately, Alex? It's a joke. Uh, yeah, I think I went for the Maidstone game at the start of the season. Absolutely no chance if you yeah. want to get someone at half time. Yeah, people, no people do go 10 minutes odd before the end, and that you go down, and it's like, oh, the toilets, and it's. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I did find out uh, oh, a bit on. of news for you. Yeah. This was off. Uh, I won't then mention names. I'll just no. say stadium manager. Um, the the bar's open now. Twenty minutes into the game. Oh, we've changed the licensing. Why you would want to go down at twenty past three to get a drink? But that's why that hence that makes sense now. Why is a lot few people around by me? Look at a few newcomers or whatever. Yeah, have sort of diverted off at about twenty five past a past three. Because you're thinking, why would you miss fifteen minutes of the game to queue up? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah, the bars are open. They close a kickoff and then reopen in at twenty past three. Okay, so that was a licensing thing that they've managed to to change, yeah, to change or overcome whatever the issue was. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, most people just stay in the mice quintal about quarter past and then come across. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, okay. Good. Shall we? Uh, shall we endeavour to reconvene next week? See how everybody is, yeah. and we'll. Uh, Let's let's hope we've got three points, and let's hope we can stream if we need to, and let's hope county drop points or something, you know, whatever. Now, just make a point on the Coventry game. I know we oh, mentioned yeah, it before. If they do move it, I yeah. just hope they move it to a ground which can accommodate lots of away fans, or we have it at home. Because I think I saw someone mention that Burton. <laughs> Alex's Wi-Fi dropped him out. Um, so I think he was going to say, uh, we're going to comment about Burton Albion because Coventry, uh, Coventry have played games. They've had trouble for a while, haven't they? Uh, on yeah. and off. Um, so Burton is one of the grounds they've played at. Northampton is another and Birmingham mm-hmm. were yeah. the three that I know of. There could be others because obviously it's been going on and off for years, I think, hasn't it? They've been having these uh, these problems. Um, Walsall, I think, as well was, was mentioned. Wal- I mean, yeah, Wal- I saw Walsall get mentioned, um, uh, and then I did see somebody else say the race course. But I, th- I think I'm sure Wrexham would offer them the race course. I think the issue is they'd still be the home team, so we'd have 1,200 people somewhere, probably in the top of the Wrexham Lager stand. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm not sure whether that's a good thing or not. But like you say, it'd be nice to play at like Villa Park or something. Because that's the you know if we're going to beat a championship side they're going to need a good support aren't they they're unlikely to do it with fifty people in Northampton I don't know what Northampton holds to be there but you're unlikely to do it with an away support of fifty people at Northampton for instance exactly. yeah it's um, it it beggars belief um, they're due to play at home next Saturday aren't they oh I don't know right yeah they're away this week they're due to play at home next Saturday so obviously that might tell us put in place for that but then I. I have spoke to I know a couple of Coventry fans as well. I did one of their podcasts, and you're getting mixed messages because they've been told we want the keys back, get out. Then they've been told it's not as urgent to get out oh. because, like somebody else pointed out, why would you buy a football stadium in Coventry and not want Coventry to play there? 
Because you're going to turn it into a retail park. What's well, most direct arena, is it, probably? Well, it's it's, 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 it's the is it the Debenhams group of Mike Ashley that's bought it, or Fraser's group, whichever one it is that he's, mm-hmm. uh, that he's spun it. Um, I think re- in reality, from what the Coventry fans were saying, is that, that he was trying to use it to leverage uh, a buyout, but I, I thought they'd already just been through a buyout. I thought that was part of the, what had happened, but... Um, uh, I think he's and whether it, whether he can't do it now or what, and he's just being awkward or wants more money, um, you know. Yeah, the, the the guy who bought it, it's going through uh, the fit and proper test. Ah, yeah, um, proper persons, yeah. Yeah, and then when he, he he's put that in, obviously, he's gone to the high court because it was at the high court the day after, and he's actually offered twenty five million to buy for it, the ground. Yeah, and my cash only offered eighteen, and he said it's gone too far to go back to accept another. Uh, Another potential bidder, so that's why Mike Ashley got it. But the guy who was, who was offered to pay the twenty-five million, I don't know if it was all in one or whatever, so he could have the club and the ground. Yeah. Um, but obviously, just as we all know, what it goes through and the dodgy people that get involved in football and somehow manage to get past the past the uh, the checks. Um, it, this is the situation they're in now. It's a mess, isn't it? You'd be you'd be pretty disheartened if you were a Coventry fan going through this again, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, that'll play. That that'll be interesting to see next week if the if we hear anything next week about where they're going to be playing that game. That might give us an indicator of uh, what they've you know what's going on. Because um, I heard the same as you that they they wanted all the key cards back and you know they weren't yeah. going to give them access, were they? At one point. So uh, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Legends from far afield like Trinidad 
had great plays And some who drove us mad We've seen the lows and the highs Seeing it all unfold right before our eyes We've done it all the wreck some way We'll remember everything on that promotion day I've been telling everyone I I've been telling everyone I know I've been telling everyone who listened to me Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league I've been selling my nephew and my godson I've been selling my dog and the postman I've been selling my mom and dad fees Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league